Large, fat snowflakes fell gently from the moody gray sky. I tilted my head and let the flakes fall onto my face, tempted to stick out my tongue and catch them like I did when I was a little girl. You ready? Drew called out. I am! Alice's voice rang across the snow-covered field. Shaking off the memories and the wet snow, I snapped back to attention. Me too! I'm ready! I spread my arms wide, focusing my energy and imagining what I wanted to do. The heat flowed and expanded in my body, making its way outward until two flaming spheres appeared in my palms. The fire danced and swirled, just waiting to be released. I moved my gaze back to Alice, who looked like a snow princess in her white coat with fur trim and matching boots. Her whole outfit was white, even her jeans. She wore her blonde hair down to cover her ears instead of her usual ponytail, and she had twin short swords crossed at her back, replacing her customary hip sword. Her hands were up and at the ready. Still hesitant, even though we had done this before, I pulled back and launched my flaming spheres at her. Between her extended hands, a wavering glow appeared. The gentle glow moved like the ripples when you touch still water. My fireballs hit the glowing shield and absorbed right into it. Thank God. Those fireballs could cause some serious damage if they had actually hit her. As soon as the shield had completely absorbed the fire, I charged her. She saw me coming and expanded her shield wider. I knew I wouldn't be able to penetrate it, so I dug my boots into the snow and pushed off, sailing right over the top of her head. While I was over her, she spun, letting down her shield and drawing her sword simultaneously. My gun was out of its holster before I even landed. I stuck the landing and had the weapon aimed between her swords, directly at her heart. Enough, Drew called out. Chloe, you took too long on your draw. She would have cut you down by the time you landed. How annoying. She had been practicing for a little over a month with magic, and not much longer with the swords, and she was already better than me. I holstered my gun, panting hard. Got it. I agreed with his criticism. Even though I knew my draw wasn't slow, my weapon was out before I even landed. It was the landing and aiming at the same time I needed to work on. I'd opt for fire in the same situation next time. I again nodded that I understood, but didn't acknowledge him any further. Nice shield expansion, I told Alice while she fed her swords back into their sheaths. She smiled at the compliment. Thanks, I've been practicing with it. Again, Drew ordered from the sidelines, his arms crossed over his chest. I looked over and caught his eye, giving him a nice evil stare to show him how much I hated when he became mean trainer guy. He rolled his eyes and waved his hand at me in a get-on-with-it manner. For hours and hours, we continued our mock battle of throwing fire, fighting, and freezing our butts off. Eventually, the sun fell behind the mountains, turning the gray, snowy day into a gray, snowy dusk. Drew eyed the sky and realized it was time to go. All right, girls, let's head out. He clapped his hands together. We need to get moving before it gets too dark. I dusted some of the snow off my pants and lifted my bow so that it was sitting across my shoulders sideways. Well, we could have left a while ago. Drew shrugged. 
It will be fine. You two need to train as much as possible if we are going to pull off taking down the Talon building. Which was your idea, by the way, he added. That's all we've been doing for the last month, I complained. Even though I didn't really mind all that much, I liked training, but it would be nice to do something else once in a while. Drew didn't respond to my whining. He knew that responding would only make it worse. So his response was simply to turn around and start walking.